0: We open on a hallway with numerous doors and large windows. Inside these windows, you can see a foresty area, very similar to, we'll say, a zoo-esque structure. At this point in the morning, we have numerous people walking out of these doors, most of them in nothing but a blanket. Dirt on their skin, their hair messed up. We find a man standing outside one door with a blanket held up. A woman walks out. This is Troy and Leslie. How'd your night go?
1: I don't know how I feel about being put in a goddamn zoo.
0: Well, there's meat and ice blocks, and there's all kinds of enrichment activities in there for you.
1: Look, you remember the fact that I'm a fucking vegetarian?
0: I do seem to recall you made some poor life choices. Yes.
1: Okay, my life choices are my own, and give me the goddamn blanket. I am going to see that fucking bunny in my nightmares forever.
0: Well, I recall when we was uh, going after that individual, I told you not to be alone with him.
1: Okay, but you kind of said it in a way of like... Patronizing older brother, except at the time I was under the assumption you were younger than me, and he was a handy, handcuffed fugitive. And I am a U.S. fucking marshal who was armed. I could handle myself. At no point were you like, by the way, those aren't silver handcuffs, and that's a goddamn werewolf.
0: Um,. I'll actually be 109 this October 14th.
1: Well, congratulations.
0: And, uh, okay, now, what was I supposed to say to you? Hey, Roy in there turns into a werewolf on the full moon. And if he bites you, you're going to get cursed to do your best to not be alone with him. Because he ain't real worried about your giblets. He's worried about your innards.
1: Okay, see, now when you say it like that, it sounds ridiculous. And me, a month ago, would have looked at you like a fucking crazy person and probably might have handcuffed you. But. Okay. But. I just turned into a goddamn wolf monster hybrid thing and ate bunnies. So. I'm going to hold on to my snit for a little bit longer.
0: It's funny. Them things are faster than you. Hey, take your shower. I'll meet you upstairs in the office, right? Yeah. Get a move on to training. We got a day. Mm,
1: I fucking hate it when you call me that.
0: This is the trigger warning for our show. Please understand that various monsters had various victims and hunted in various ways, depending on the folklore, mythology, or stories that were told about them. Please understand that it is not our intent to upset you. You will be given other warnings and additional warnings depending on the episode, but this is our blanket statement. We didn't write the myths, but we are using them to tell our story. Also, this is the content warning for our show. There will be cursing. There will be some interesting ideas. We will take it in where we can, but be warned there was beer involved.
2: What if I told you there is a world where not only are monsters like vampires and werewolves real, but they have rights, just like you and me. And in this world, there exists a secret government organization dedicated to keeping you safe and making sure they follow the rules welcome to anarium a monster of the week podcast hey everybody it's your friendly neighborhood podcaster guy cameron baker back with another episode of anarium case files this time so like we talked about before this is a little bit of a different adventure we're going to be uh working on here with uh the players and the characters that you met last time in episode zero um and today is going to be kind of the first real installment of that show. Like I talked about before, go ahead and hit us up in our DMs, as it were, on our social medias or our email and kind of let us know some things you want to see from this little mini-series. Um, and maybe even if you have some character names that you'd like to hear, go ahead and send us your name and the name of the character you'd like to see appear on the show. And maybe we'll, uh, we'll try to fit that in there. But I think it's time. Let's go ahead and get ready for Anarium Case Files. Enjoy It's me. Cameron. Your monster uncle. Your dunkle. That's what I'm gonna do. That's how we're opening these now. Hope you enjoy it. Technically you'd be a monkle.
3: Yeah, I thought you said monkle on the oh, if yeah. we're trying to stay
2: munkle. Yeah, uncle would be would be your dad uncle. And we're not doing that, I don't think.
3: No, nah, it's generally something we that, stay that away that from. That might be the Kentucky or Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, it's illegal not in, to offend anyone.
2: In most days. states for sure. Um but yeah, we're playing a game in Sam's sandbox, but I'm gonna be the one Kind of controlling it, and uh, like he always says, we have to give uh, some thanks to Michael Sands. Uh, Rob, you messed me up, and I always want to say Michael Sams now. Because <laughs> on the episode, that's what he said. He said Michael Sams So now, whenever I say it, I have to say like, don't say Sam's, <coughs> but it's Sands. So thank you <coughs> for the game that we're going to play that we've been playing for. This is depending on when this comes out. It's over forty episodes. So thank all of you for sticking around. This is going to be a little different, but mostly the same, probably. We'll see. We'll find out. Um, Sam might quit at some point. He's told me. <laughs> a friendly GM <laughs>
0: advice. I'm not, um, I'm not playing a role-playing game against God who can just go, all right, I did the thing. It's like, all right, man, I don't okay. have to play your game.
2: Um, Take my ball. I'm going home. We'll see if it's a demigod, if he sticks around. Um, uh, <laughs> beautiful bands have I left. Who are you and who are you playing?
3: Uh, yeah, uh, I am Joshua Gill. I am playing Alessander Duhamel. Uh, goes by Xander. Uh, I'm a spooky uh, in the, out of the player's book. and
1: uh, uh, Yeah, I'm Laura. I'm playing Leslie Fisher, the professional playbook. She's a 40-something U.S. marshal who's going through some life changes.
0: That is true. Hi, my name is Sam. I play Troy Walsh of the Monsters Playbook. I am the veteran of this group i am a lycanthrope that is uh code name lassie i'm excited to play the game let's go all right well
3: let's play
2: our adventure begins as three adventurers meet in a small tavern. Just kidding. We're not doing that. I was very confused. <laughs> Sam I'm like, immediately was like, strike one. Alright, well, oh, you've only got one left all now.
0: Right. well, that's weird, but we're going to play <laughs> along for a minute. I'm going to quit much faster <laughs> than originally Let's see where
2: this goes. Um, our adventure actually begins in Anarium Headquarters, but not the one that you are uh, used to. This is going to be in Chicago. A uh, very similar kind of deal. This is going to look like a pretty professional building. Um, no one's going to be none the wiser, but government building. But this extends down uh, into a a hive type of of building. There's a lot of uh, parts of the building that, you know, your normal civilian wouldn't be able to access. And uh, Leslie and Troy are seated in a large office where they have been instructed to wait patiently. And this is an office that is um, professional and clean, but it's not overly gaudy. You know, there's not, you know, large statues of anything of anywhere saying, is there anything in it yeah it just looks like a. Um, well I'll tell you what if, if you could envision what a, a a general in the military's office would look like that's what it looks like there's probably some uh, there's a flag somewhere pistols and a case flags awards you know medals hanging up in places very clean everything has a place and there's absolutely no plants it's not his thing. There are no plants in this room. Um all right, and let me look through this one more time.
0: I know this feller.
1: <clears throat> Do you?
0: Looks like General Thomas. Gotcha. And a bad guy.
1: Hey, you know what would brighten up this room? A little cactus plant. No.
2: <laughs> Good luck with that.
1: Well, I'm just saying.
2: Okay, so Troy and Leslie are together, and obviously as we've kind of gotten to here, Troy has been tasked from another branch with kind of training Leslie as uh, at least from Leslie's point of view, it was his fault um, that it happened, and I think Troy even places a little blame
0: Oh yeah, no, he's completely aware that she got away from him, and that was his fault, she got bit and her life has
2: completely changed now so yeah that this is one that, like, maybe even more than a sign, this was maybe something he probably pushed for a little bit. It was like, no, I feel responsibility for mm-hmm. this. Um, so in my head, it had been about um three weeks since that happened. But I know, what was that? Sound about right for the timeline, or how how long would this have been?
0: It's been, we'll say, two months.
2: Two months. Okay.
0: Bear in mind, they would have gone through basic training before they got sent out.
2: With that's me. and that's exactly what I wanted to ask. What has it been like for Leslie? Has she been? gone through basic training and those kind of things. So she has and also being a, a US Marshal too, she was probably a little bit ahead of the curve on those kind of things.
1: Yeah, they didn't put me through like gun training, but the uh the monster training was real fucking weird, just sitting in a real boring ass little classroom and being like, so vampires. Vampires are real. That's a thing. And witches. And Wendy goes and <laughs> And then they were like, werewolves are real. And I was like, no fucking shit.
2: So would you have gone on any missions yet? No. Nah. No missions? Just nope. the training? We're through the training? Mm-hmm. Okay. A and A lot of, uh, lot of ha-
1: book learning.
2: A lot of book learning. How does Leslie feel about the relationship?
1: Um, You know, honestly, she feels all right. Um yeah it was a speed bump she's trying to find the positive things she's giving troy a little bit of a hard time because they did missions um troy is a u.s marshal on occasion and they've been on a couple missions together so they kind of knew each other she didn't know he was really fucking old uh but so they so they know each other already yeah and this is
2: probably like a little bit of like if you really sit back and think about it, like kind of like a promotion, like several curtains have been pulled. A little bit. (laughs) The hazard pay is out of this world. Yeah. And and you put probably some of those missions you went with on Troy now, like Mm -hmm. you look back and you're like, oh, I work with
0: the U.S. Marshals when I need to take a break. (laughs) (laughs) Because hunting down fugitives that aren't going to turn into beasts and murder me it's fun and way less stressful.
1: Hey, remember that time I saved your life in Texas? I uh I didn't save your life, did I?
0: No, not at all. Fuck. Sorry.
1: <laughs> you um, you could have lied and let me keep that one. Not a liar. Really? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I withheld the truth. That does not make me a liar.
1: Oh, you know what that does make you? That makes you a fucking lawyer.
2: I like that.
0: I've never been
1: a no lawyer well, yeah to... well you're acting like one <laughs>
2: um, I think we so we know how Leslie feels and I think we kind of know how <laughs> Troy feels about it we've we talked about it he feels obligated
0: he has taken a personal interest in her uh, statistically like I think it's 85% of cursed werewolves kill themselves in the first three months kind of that. Oh, something's weird. Oh, I need, I've hurt people. Oh shit, I need yeah. to lock myself up and it didn't work. Okay, well, silver bullet always
2: works. Yeah, the guilt I'm a I'm a burden and I don't mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. And I yeah.
3: kill people and I can't control it.
2: Yeah. Um so we kind of know that. So you guys are sitting there and you are having your your banter. Um and you, you hear a uh, the large doors open and into the room uh, an older gentleman walks in in a service uniform, highly decorated crew cut. He said he's an older gentleman, very hard-faced, square-jawed. Um, and he says, Agent Walsh,
0: how the hell are you? I'll snap to attention and give him a salute. Sir. Surviving.
2: Sir. Sounds about right. Who the hell is this? As he's rounding the table. She does That's not. That's fine. Don't care. Troy. I had- <laughs> does not salute. <laughs> I brought you here for a very important reason. It's because I don't want this damn job. But I have to have it, and I have a bunch of idiots around me. I need someone I can trust. These people I have around me are fucking up at the speed of light. You'd think I'd ask these assholes to eat a bushel of apples and shit out of fruit salad. But I just want them to do basic shit. Can I trust you to help me get this? I don't even know what the hell we call this place. In order.
0: Sir, have you tried not yelling at him? No! I would recommend that be your next course of action. <laughs> Look, you came in to take Taggart's place. Taggart's a fucking dragon. When he wants something done, it gets done. But he's off doing his dragon Odin sleep bullshit. I'm just saying, boss, maybe if you uh calm down, you might have better results with the men.
2: Now... Nope. That guy was about as sharp as the leading edge of a bowling ball. I know what I'm doing, and this is going to work. But I need you to buy in, sir. Are you bought in? That's good enough for me.
0: Can I? Uh, can I hear the warranty first? <laughs> I'm, I'm more than willing to help. But yeah, all right. What do you got? What's going on? What's your plan?
2: Um, at this point, there's someone to his uh, would be his right, and he's going to kind of step forward timidly, and say, oh, excuse me, one second. And he's gonna lean into uh, the ear of the general here and say, now we've talked about your anger, and um, we've talked about addressing people um, in the correct manner, and I feel like you were a little rude to the lady here. I am going to say, God damn it! just <sighs> Young lady, I apologize for my outbursts earlier. It is an honor to have you in this office. And he kind of looks over at the person to his left. This is Bryn Morninglight. He is walking me through some sensitivity training. As apparently I, at times, not very nice is what they tell me. So, what was your name?
1: I'm um, Leslie Fisher, Sir. Nice to meet you. Oh um, I didn't catch your name, and Troy didn't introduce you. General, like, well, General.
2: It's on every fucking. I'm very sorry about that. My name is General Thomas. And he salutes. And then he sits back down.
1: Good morning, General. <laughs>
2: now that we've got the pleasantries out of the way
1: can i get one more present tree
2: <laughs> he kind of sits there just seething he's turning red at this point
0: how did you manage to get an hr goblin on your tail all the time no offense Bryn.
2: i know you're not really a goblin he says thank you it's quite obvious that i'm not a goblin um yes hello uh my cool. name is Bryn Morninglight. um uh I-, I am here uh Officially, to uh, walk our friend here through some, some some sensitivity training and just just learn how to uh, speak more politely to to uh, underlings and and understand them a little better. What is Bryn morning like? He is a uh, wood elf, and you can kind of tell. So he uh, think very like Tolkien esque. Uh, when we talked about it too, that was exactly what I was hoping you would say because that's what i had in my head but i want to make sure that these existed okay so when i called him a goblin that was super racist against elves
0: but unfortunately for this character that's kind of on point
2: (laughs) well yeah and that's kind of why i played it the way that i did it was like yeah it's you know it's definitely not the way you know that i look but that's okay um and so he is wearing you know a very nice uh robe and he has on uh and again think you know the lord of the rings elves, or they have the kind of. I don't know what they call it, but all the cool kind of little metal things. Circlets. Yeah, circlets in their hair. Um, and he has like a little... Um,
3: Those are like high elves.
2: Yeah, but he just has it like, you know, kind of mm-hmm. back there. He is... Where is
3: Where's it, like nobility? You, you would probably more? have
2: to assume that he's, if not a noble, like relatively high up. That's how he's here. Um, and uh, he has like a little medallion um, you know, on his chest. It's like a little cup with grapes in it. How'd you get saddled with morning light? Well, you could say, he kind of looks at him, there was an incident that I'm not allowed to talk about. Who's going to stop you? Again, he kind of eyes Bryn morning light.
0: Bryn, (laughs) earmuffs. General,
2: what'd you do? And he, Bryn, quickly collapses. (laughs) his hands over his ears and looks worried almost Um, said well there was an agent and I swear this son of a bitch was the ugliest son of a bitch I've ever seen in my life and I told him he put me off ice cream for the rest of my life he asked me why I said because his 31 flavors are all fucked up and apparently that was a little too far for these softies today so here I am with this guy. Here till I die or retire. Brent! Take your damn hands down. And Brent, like, kind of picking up on the social cue, like, brings his hands down, unsure of what to do. Give him, like, the big,
0: like, okay,
2: you did great. Right. <laughs> he kind of looks back like, thank you. Um, all right. So, I'm not used to running a game. I forgot I have to actually do stuff afterwards. <laughs> so... General Thomas is going to look at you and say, um, "I have a very important mission for you, Troy. That's why you were brought here. I need someone I can trust." There was a fire. Pregnant woman injured in the hospital now. <laughs> Don't break, cause then I break. <laughs> There's a pregnant woman injured. injured.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't.
3: I've never
2: been on this end. It's good, I'm listening. There's been a fire. Injured?
3: <laughs> Who's injured? Nobody knows. <laughs> that's your job. You go find out.
2: Uh, so inspiration for this character came from obviously uh, was it Lee Ermy, and then uh, there was a a boss yeah. in the show Dinosaurs. I don't know if you ever watched. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I was that's, getting
3: the, I was definitely getting the the PC version of it's a good character. Ermey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: um, yeah if, if you were listening and kind of figu- trying to figure it out, that's that, that's oh, who no. this guy. I is. was there.
3: I was just like, <laughs> he's toning this back. I could tell that's where he's at.
2: Yeah. um, So I gotta go back to my notes now. Uh, Pregnant woman! Injured! Injured! We do not know what caused the fire. We don't need you to find out what caused the fire. We need you to go talk to the husband. And that's all I can tell you. Why me? As I mentioned before, because I trust you. And I don't trust any of these other idiots. Sorry. Experienced officers. And kind of looking over to brand who and brand kind of like lightly collapsing,
0: and what did I do to earn such trust to get put on this particular detail as either you're full of shit or you ain't telling me something well,
2: I've quite literally seen you in fire, so I don't mean I liked it. <laughs> You were the first person that came to my mind. When I think of someone who does what they need to do in the line of duty, I think of you. All right. What's my point of contact? You are looking for a man named Alessander Duhamel. He will be in the hospital. The hospital is Mercy General. You write that down, rookie?
1: Yes, sir. I got it.
2: You got call me, sir. I work for a living. And we'll probably even give you some coordinates, I imagine. But helicopters are yeah, uh-huh. probably not punching in a GPS. You're doing coordinates, but... I don't have the coordinates. <laughs> so blah blah, there's the coordinates.
1: It's uh it's all right there, General. I've got I've got Google on my phone. It doesn't work down here, but
2: it works. You know, they can. use that the spy on look to his left. You know, I was gonna leave that there.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I used to make fun of conspiracy nuts talking about the government's got big buildings that go down five hundred feet into the ground. I used to make fun of them.
2: And now, here you sit. And he stands up.
1: Indeed, sir. Uh, yeah, Mercy General, I got all the notes there. Sir. He
2: says, don't call me sir. I work for a, re- a living and my parents aren't related. Now, do an about face, a left face, and a get out of my face.
0: <clears throat> Good luck, Bren. You got yourself a hard case. I'll report in general when I got something to report
2: let's go rookie he's like Th- thank you thank you very much it's a hell of a drive okay so as you guys leave and so are you guys me driving or will you be taking the helicopter that you have use of uh most likely uh how far away is it so where you guys are going is about hour and a half drive we'll drive okay do, do you talk with uh it's cody right Cody, my little gremlin. Do you do you Just talk with him? Let him know that you're that's how you got here. Or is that how you got here? Did you? I'm normally mean? stationed in Chicago. Okay, okay. So this you're normally is, this is where.
3: I live. Okay. You have a gremlin? I do. I don't have him. We talking about the vehicle or a person? A person. Mm. The
0: little but, little little uh, big
2: eared dude takes care of my helicopter. Do you feed him?
0: I don't need to. After midnight. He's got a weird habit of smoking.
2: And, and oh. since you haven't got there in the show, and I feel like we should pander to our audience a little bit and give them a character they know, why don't you? Can we have a little banter between Troy and Cody? And <laughs> <All right. laughs>
3: Fan service. Fan yes. Service. <laughs> yes.
0: All right, rookie. Don't let him touch you. Keep your fingers away from his mouth. Cody? I'm
1: sorry. What now?
0: Cody. He reaches inside the Huey, and there's a little hammock, and there's a gremlin sleeping in it, and a one a one all Hey, wake your ass up uh now, I know you've been ginsing things and not cleaning the rotor out the way you should be, and there's a lot of the fuel lines that aren't looking like they should when I come back i'd really appreciate it if you get it done. <laughs> I ain't calling you that on the ground. You and I under have an understanding that Maverick is only your call name in the air. (laughs) I can give you orders and not kiss your ass. How about that?
1: Uh (laughs)
0: That's Leslie. You've met her twice. You were drinking both times. So uh, do your best and uh, don't ash on the seats. I know smoking is kind of your new thing, but I would appreciate it if Betty was in better shape than when I left.
2: (laughs) Okay. And kind of at that moment, um, you probably both notice uh, Bryn Morning Light is, is running out. And. I should not have named him this because I got to tell you every time I want to say Morningwood. (laughs) Morningwood. So if Bryn Morningwood shows up, that's that's why. Just correct me or let it go. Um,
1: That's why he went into
2: HR.
3: (laughs) I'll never let Morningwood go. (laughs)
2: Um, So...
1: Leslie's just sitting there like What the fuck do you mean I've met that thing <laughs> What the fuck is that so, Can you understand him Because yes. you're talking English And he's talking gibberish
0: I ain't gibberish, that's racist
1: I, What even is that It's a gremlin And
0: Look, that's a thing That helicopter in Vietnam Was what I drove in medevac
1: Of course you were fucking I Vietnam. met him here.
0: And he took care of the helicopter And up before me, ain't nobody Could bring it back nearly in one piece It always got shot up, pilots always died He killed a few pilots because he didn't like them I came in We had an understanding That I liked the helicopter I needed to use it, my goal was to bring it back In one piece, I made him an offering And we've been buddies ever since He lives in the helicopter, they got a thing Kind of a weird thing
1: Yeah
2: all right, morning light. Yeah, I got that. What do you want? He's like, oh yes, uh, my turn. Um, I just had, was wondering, could I speak with Leslie for a moment? Uh, there's just a uh, some some stuff for newer employees, uh, a survey, and some questions I need to ask. Her. I mean, I'm not going to stop you. Okay, uh, thank you. Any kind of
1: yeah, yeah. I hope
2: gestures so, to her. To,
1: absolutely. Um, you understand that anywhere
2: he, inside this hangar, I'm
0: going to hear every word you say. You don't have to walk away like it matters.
1: Oh yeah, that is the thing I've noticed about werewolves. they're hearing is. Uh, oh, he, he turns around. And he says,
2: um, "Well, then, earmuffs." And then he kind of turns around. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> that, that that one don't work both ways. <laughs> um, so they're gonna walk um, inside because he does want this to be <laughs> more of a a, a hushed thing. Um, he's gonna walk to where presumably. Is it strange? I find that I like you more than I
0: like him. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably a little racist. I just don't fucking like little Brim Morningwood.
2: So they're inside in a a distance that we'll presume is is, uh, safe for for hearing. Um, And again, speaking in kind of hushed tones, he's going to say, so I I hate to do this and I definitely do not like to um, fib, but... um, Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't like fibbing. Fibbing <laughs> is so bad. Uh, um, yeah. Um, what, what I've told him and what I've told you earlier that my main objective here is to do sensitivity training, and now to give you a survey is is um, false. Um,
1: well, you owe some some sort of utterfudge. You know what? You are doing a real good job.
2: Well, thank you. I've been working very hard. I went. Okay, no, I have a job to do. Um,
1: Yes, you do. What do you, what do you need from me? There is a
2: mole here in this in as a, oh. at, at that moment like a a mole, a mole person kind of i I was going
1: to say like a, like a
2: <laughs> And he's like not like not, a, not not like that.
1: Oh, in like the traditional sense that I would be familiar with.
2: Yes, like a, Oh,
1: That uh, is spy. Oh, okay. Um, and that is
2: why we couldn't tell all of you the information. Okay. Um but one thing we did say that was true is that we don't know who we can trust, and we certainly don't trust agents who have been here for a long time, so I felt like maybe okay, um you are someone I could trust uh,
1: okay I mean yeah i'm I'm new, so I don't really know who I would be in cahoots with yet.
2: I'm not asking for cahoots. I'm just asking oh, for... Gotcha. um gotcha. Well, I guess it would be cahoots. It would be fun. I like cahoots. Cahoots would be fun. But I'm just asking uh-huh. if you see anything odd, if, if you see anyone behaving... Um,
1: Suspicious?
2: Yes. That's a great word. Suspiciously. uh uh-huh. um, Even... It gets closer. Even if it's Troy.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
2: In fact, especially if it's Troy.
1: Especially if it's Troy because he's an agent who's been around for a while and that's yes. who you're suspicious some, of. Some
2: sometime you could say.
1: Gotcha got oh dear. Okay. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um is is this something I could I could trust you to do for me?
1: Yes, Mr Morning Light. You absolutely
2: can trust me. Okay, so he kinda of like he's uh-huh. like, he's gonna give you like a big thumbs up. and step why he's like yeah. Thank you very much. Um uh, so we'll just, uh, we'll talk later, certainly, um, in, I really was interested in that conversation of, uh, co- coffee, coffee, we all like coffee, and he just kind of walks away. Yes, yes. And he turns around, and gives you a thumbs up, like,
1: Good
2: job. <laughs> <laughs> Really? You think he was fucking lying? <laughs> um, and one thing, so I wanted to, to, to ask you, actually. I actually wanted you to, uh, to roll to read a, a bad situation. Yeah.
1: And then, I guess, let me know when me and Troy are alone again.
0: (laughs) All right. So, we've got... Read a bad situation is sharp. Sharp. We're only
2: 30 minutes in, first episode. We're getting a dice roll in. I feel like we're doing okay.
0: I rolled an eight. So, I get one hold. Uh, Would I have heard any scuttlebutt around base about anything that I should know or, like, why... Fucking Bryn Mortingwood has to
2: pull my trainee aside. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you definitely did not buy that it was... Um, coffee. It was yeah, coffee. survey. There, there was none of that. It wasn't about that. Um, but you have kind of just uh, heard some chatter that there was potentially a mole in the office. And you have noticed that people are acting a little... Um, skittish and a little clammy you know there's not as much chatter in the hallways as there were it's not as loud not as busy people are kind of sticking to themselves and that's something you a as just an experienced agent and also as someone who uh has great hearing and instincts you've just kind of picked up on like there's something off at any branch that i've been to people are acting different like they're scared of something all right good to know Okay. All right.
1: Yeah, so uh, apparently there's a there's a break room. Um and they wanted to know my choice of coffee. Uh Are we taking the helicopter or
0: No, we don't take Betty for stuff like
2: that. We'll take the car.
1: Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. And then, you know, I assume we're in the car at some point.
2: Yep. And the way you were speaking, I thought you were going to spill the beans and uh... Oh,
1: yeah, no, as soon as we're in the car.
2: Oh, okay, and okay. The, All right. So yes, we are we are in the car, do, 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 and we are heading to. Uh,
1: oh, important question: Does Troy want to drive, or does uh, he? Oh no, you can s- drive. Sit back and make me drive.
3: Drive a right. helicopter. <clears throat>
1: oh. Hey, you
3: no, remember? The yeah. So.
1: You remember the part where I was bleeding out on that hotel room floor and you were like, bad news, you're going to be a werewolf, but hey, good news, I can bring you in and you'll basically do the job you're doing now, but you'll hunt like actual monsters. That was right
0: around the part where you were going, oh God, oh God, I'm bleeding, oh God, oh God, I don't want to die like this.
1: Yeah, and mentioning something about what big teeth he had. Yeah, I remember that bit. And you were like, come to the Scenarium place. It's great and awesome. Yeah, that Morningwood fella, he pulled me aside and I could not get a solid read on him. He was like, we have a fucking mole and I need you to investigate Troy Walsh. And you know what? I don't know him. And uh, you're the only reason I'm here. So is that like some weird training shit that that goblin person was trying to pull on me or like
2: thought bubble pops up and he's like I would never say fucking (laughs) Thought Bubble pops.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well Or No, that's uh, You called
1: him a goblin and then not a goblin. Also, did you mention a dragon?
0: Yes, yes I did.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, just just double checking. He normally
0: leads the Chicago branch, but he's a fucking there's a a sleep thing that their sleep cycle's weird, so General's <gasps> filling in until he wakes up.
1: Okay, well he is a character and a half, um, which is fine. I've worked in politics, being a federal agent, so that that part's fine. But the whole, ooh, there's a mole. Uh, what? No, the,
0: that's uh, that's news to me.
1: What was that about? And by the way, if you are the mole kind of suspicious you haven't pulled me in sooner because you're the only reason I'm here. I mean... With a job? With an area? If I was a
0: mole, I'd be digging in the ground with my eyes closed. (laughs) I don't feel like no mole.
1: Okay. You and I both know that they are blind. They don't have to keep their eyes closed.
0: Well, I assume they would do that, too.
1: Really? Have you... You know what? I don't even know why we're arguing about whether or not moles keep their eyes open? I just you're well, my you strike
0: me as the argumentative sort.
2: <sighs> I'm going to stop here. This is this is how this is going.
1: <laughs> this um, is what is happening in the car. This goes on for an hour and a half.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, we're now googling now if, 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 if moles eyes are open or not. Like, that's that's what's happening in the car. Um, Well, they
0: clearly don't eat the dirt. I'm not (laughs) stupid. That's what them big paws
2: are for. Uh, So we—that's the the name of the episode. That's the episode. I think that's what the big paws are for. I think that's the name. (laughs) Um, So we are now going to jump to new uh, fan
3: service. It's just them two in the car all the way.
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) An hour and a half. Uh,
1: No, that's why they have them big eyelashes. That's what keeps the dirt out.
0: (laughs) Hell, I ain't never seen no eyeliner on a mole.
1: I didn't say eyeliner I said eyelashes can you hear me
2: (laughs) choose not to (laughs) there you go Um, we are now going to jump to the Mercy General uh, Hospital Uh, Josh we've kind of introduced your character before but just some bare bones again about uh, your character
3: Uh, yeah so I'm about 5 foot 5 dirty blonde hair uh, you know once again, the clothes are just like your regular dad mowing the lawn clothes, um, you know, graphic tee, jean shorts, uh, uh, crew socks that have been worn out and are, you know, laying across the the white New Balance shoes. Um, just you know, right now, probably looking pretty disheveled, his yes. hair and everything,
2: and distraught. So, what what's happening right now? Um, you were in a waiting room where you've been instructed to wait, as people do, um, because there was a a fire. You, you and your wife, you own a, a baking business, um, and you you mean a bakery? Yes, but yeah. it's not just a. But they like they, they go to like other places and they do stuff not just a bakery. They... How about Leave A me con- alone? A, conf- <laughs> 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 a bar- <laughs> bakery
3: and confectionery store.
2: Yeah, dude. Um,
3: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he
2: said, "Dude, Dude.
3: listen here, sir." Um, that's, so that's my voice. No. You know, there was something that Who you, you forgot to do. To me?
2: and this is what it's like. <laughs> mm-hmm. to, uh, Distraction. You weren't. You, you forgot something uh, at the bakery business.
3: Yeah, the good old bakery business. Um, <laughs> I call it
2: the the puffy pastry. Puffy pastry. So at the puffy pastry um, and again, for that, alliteration purposes. There you go. They're always great. Um, so you headed back to close something down. Uh, y- your your wife was there uh, at the house, and you were getting uh, she was getting the nursery ready for your your twins. Um, when you get home, even before you get to the street, you can see that there is a large fire. As you get closer, you realize that this uh, large fire is your home. And you see that your wife is being loaded into uh, an e m s uh, what would you like to do? Would you like to try to jump in there or or are you yeah, okay. yeah,
3: so absolutely um yeah, i would say uh alessander's first first thing how, how let's describe the the flames are we talking fully engulfed? are we talking I can get through the door what
2: are we seeing i would say. So, actually, I want to have you roll. Read a bad situation for me. So, actually, said so we're going to Mercy General Hospital. We skipped before that. We're not at the hospital yet. We'll get there. Six.
0: It's fire. <laughs>
3: that's fire. That's fire, bro. That is,
0: uh, did you add?
3: Oh, you need to what add. do I add? Roll a bad situation is plus my add sharp. Add your sharp. Seven. Okay, all it's, right. It's slightly—you it, can see that—I understand that this is no, not— No,
0: for a second there, okay. you were going to get experience.
2: Yeah, oh. I know. I was kind of like, dang it. Like, I kind of wanted them to have it, but all right. Fine. Um, I forgot to add my sp- my sharp. Um. So you just can't understand. Like, this house seems to be almost falling in on itself, and you just can't understand what would have caused this to happen yeah, so quickly. Wh- wh- what happened? I I don't
3: understand. I just— I just left. I, I just went to go to the I what
2: how how? So there are uh again, she's being loaded in and they're going to kind of say like look, if if you are family or friend, you're going to have to follow us to the hospital. We don't have time to explain. No,
3: no and, you don't understand. I I just I just left. I just
2: what happened? I don't understand. They're shutting the doors and they're just kind of like, "You're going to have to follow us, sir. We're going to Mercy General." And they're they're hopping in.
3: No, I got to I, let me in. My my family's in there. My my wife! My kids!
2: Uh, I, we'll my we'll do this. World we'll to manipulate someone. And now I saw that going, but we'll do it. That's fine. Nine. Don't forget to add your charm.
3: That time I did. Okay, That's
2: good. Sorry. I did math. All right, so they kind of look around. And they're like, hurry up, man. Get in there.
3: All right, so first thing I'm going to do is just kind of book it straight to um, the last place I recall seeing... Um, Oh, I should know my wife's name. (laughs) Oh, I wrote this down. I was hoping you did because I forgot. I think it's Jamie. Well, for the purposes of this, it's Jamie. So (laughs) I'm gonna go. We know what it is now. (laughs) Her name's Jamie, no matter what it was when I wrote it down.
2: Uh, Yeah. So I'm gonna. Yeah. uh, No. Wait. No. 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 I was like, if you're trying to like run in the house or anything or go anywhere, like it's hopping in here or they're pulling off. Say it again. Like. They're either hop in there right now, or they're pulling off. They're they got a door open. You can either get in the ambulance, or they're leaving you behind. They don't really want you to do this. So if your plan was like go do something, as soon as you go do that, they're shutting the door and they're taking off.
3: Do I need to be in the ambulance?
2: Is that what you're trying? Okay. Well, so I thought what, that's what you were trying to. I thought you were trying to get in there. I thought that was what you were trying to do.
3: Oh, so she's already in there. Yes. Yeah, I was thinking she was in the house. My bad, I was playing that wrong. But still, um, yeah. No, I want to get into the ambulance for sure.
2: Okay. All right. So you guys are on your way to Mercy General and um, as General Thomas would say she is looking 31 flavors of fucked up. She's not looking great. Um, (sighs) Oh my gosh. What what happened?
3: Somebody's in there with me I'm assuming. Yes.
2: Um, So again she's not really responsive. She's No I'm talking to Yeah I'm saying even if she was she's got all kinds of ventilators and stuff going on you couldn't speak with her. Um, So they're kind of like look man you know as much as we do we pulled up house is on fire she was luckily on the bottom floor so we were able to get to her but that's all we know
3: but i i don't understand i i just let I is there any is she is she alive are the babies alive
2: and they're like yeah as far as we can tell she's definitely alive and like beep beep and you can but it's probably going much faster than that um uh, but and they're like yeah like we're they're they're going through some checks like yeah everything appears to be okay but we uh I'm sorry, but could you please be quiet? We can be here and you can hold her hand. Um, Be quiet? But, and they're like, so yeah, he's just kind of looking at you and you're like, yeah, be quiet. We have work to do.
3: Are you kidding me right now? This is, this is my wife. Be quiet.
2: So at this moment, (laughs) you hear words that you're not sure they come from, but you hear, You will pay what is owed.
3: I kind of to see the guy. I, I, I look up. I look up at him, and I,
2: what do you mean? What is owed? He's like, do I need to like hook you up to some stuff, man? Like, I know you're going through some stuff, but I really need to work. I, I'm not. What? I don't understand. I'm just. I'm just trying to figure it all out. This is all happening so fast. I look when you get there. They'll give you the paperwork to fill out. Whatever insurance stuff you're worrying about, I promise you, they'll 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 get that sorted.
3: Insurance. I. What are you talking about? She's dying. What is that? Insurance, paying what's owed. I don't. What does any of that matter? Just get us to the hospital.
2: Uh, you hear again.
3: You will pay what is owed. I don't. I. Pay what? I don't. I'll, I'll pay anything. I'll pay anything after. I just. Get, get me to the hospital. Get so, us.
2: Get us there. Do something for her. I want you to read a bad situation again. Seven. Seven. So you're starting to kind of figure out what you're hearing is not coming from any corporeal being in the vehicle here. Okay. Um, You did not hear anyone speak. There is something speaking to you. Would you like to try to interact with it?
3: Uh, I would say in the moment, Alessander is probably... As much as he would want to be understanding of that at this moment, he's probably not listening to not 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 understanding that he has something else to interact with at this time.
2: Okay. So at again, this moment.
3: I you're saying that it's coming from somewhere. But maybe I I would say Alexander is he's he's looking around and trying to just kind of grasp that there's something else here, but he doesn't under like
2: Okay. So It's just outside
3: of the realm of like understanding. He's a little bit a little bit scared right now. Yeah, and through he's, some he's, stuff. Yeah. He's throwing it like this is not like these are these are voices in my head right now. I can't yeah. I have to be here for my wife.
2: So you are focusing on that and you hear again and even though it's in your head it it is louder somehow to mm-hmm. the point that this this almost hurts you here. You will pay what is owed. And then you notice your wife's eyes snap open and she grabs your hand.
3: I'll grab I'll grab her hand
2: uh, well, She is uh, squeezing your honey, hand and Honey Her honey. heart rate is going nuts So she, you are going to be pushed backwards And this uh, EMS worker is going to Tell you to sit back and, and shut up And he has some work to do So he is trying to get this heart rate back down The whole time she's still staring at you Then we are going to arrive at the hospital And now We have you Sitting in this waiting room unsure of what's going on. Um, You are, from what you can tell, hearing voices, or one voice in particular, um, your wife and your two unborn children are somewhere in this hospital and you're unsure. And at that moment, Leslie and Troy show up. What do you say to this... (laughs) As we walk up, uh,
0: I would like to read uh, Investigate a Mystery. I want to smell
2: what I can
0: off of our doting father.
2: Okay. And we have had no failures so far, right? Nope, nothing official.
0: That's a 13.
1: What are you doing? Are you sniffing the air?
0: <laughs> Literally, I close my eyes and I am trying to smell the scent profile of this gentleman from a distance. I was saying I wouldn't think am I, he's Am I yeah. able
3: to perceive this? No. I'm I far think enough so. away.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm closing my eyes. I'm blocking everything out. I'm focusing in on you. So, for the mystery... Um, hmm. Okay.
2: Um What am I smelling off of him? So you are getting some strong hints of something infernal, something demonic. Okay. Um so that's one. Two. Um Does he smell legitimately like terrified or is he faking it? Oh, he is If he was any more terrified, he'd be wetting his pants. Right, I lean over to Leslie. Hey, and I guess that I don't want to take uh, autonomy from your character. Have you wet your pants? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yes. I, I,
3: I mean, it's it's not beneath him by any means, but I mean, at this moment, he's trying to muster up all the courage to be uh, the man in this situation. So. Understood. <laughs> you smell that? Kind of smells like. I'm sorry. No. Kind of smells like a it
0: smells cinnamon like gum smell. flavor. No. Okay, you're focusing in on the sick And the dying uh, You need to focus in on him You smell that cinnamon smell
1: There's a lot of smells right here I I guess my, I would If I were Keeper I would make me roll for it Just cause she's so new At being a werewolf But
0: She's literally telling you To make her <laughs> roll <laughs> Oh is that what you want Okay roll. Yeah <laughs> I thought um, we were. Just, either, you guys have been so
2: good at dialogue. I was just. No, letting it either. Happen. I would do act under pressure. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was good.
1: That's what I thought too.
2: Thank you, DM. I have a moment.
1: Eleven. Um, yeah, so she picks it up and she like takes a minute, takes a deep breath, closes her eyes like Troy did, and smells it. She goes, "Oh yeah, it. It smells like fireball."
2: Now underneath that smell, because that's real faint. Yeah. There's like an old lady to the, in a chair next to you that kind of springs up like, somebody say fireball! <laughs> fireball! <laughs> Pitball comes in the throat.
0: <laughs> that smell underneath it, that makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up. Yeah. That kind of makes you want to eat a rabbit.
1: Oh, I hate that feeling, but yes, it? yes, yes, yes.
0: That's fear. Now understand Okay. Something happened to him. Wherever he was, something demonic happened. Don't know what, don't know who, don't know why.
1: Okay, okay.
0: And he wasn't a part of it because he's scared shitless.
1: Okay, okay, okay. All right, Rookie, take the lead. This is still so fucking weird. Fear has a smell. Okay, um, yeah. Collect
0: Uh,
3: yourself. It's on you. uh, uh, You are the lead. I will follow you. I'm assuming we're about to interact. Before we do... Uh, have I interacted with anybody else
2: before them? Um, Okay, yeah. So we'll say, actually, right before this happened, Mm -hmm. or before this happens, um, (laughs) you, um, a hospital clerk has walked up to you, um, and you can see, uh, she has a little name tag there, her name is Violet Aubin, Um, and uh, she just comes up, and she says, like, Hi, have you have you filled out your paperwork yet? I'm sorry, I haven't seen anything in your hand.
3: I. I. Everybody keeps talking about paperwork. I. I didn't know I would need to be filling out any paperwork for an emergency, but yeah,
2: I, no, I haven't. Um, and I'm, I'm so sorry about that. I've, I've kind of. It's a, not that big of a hospital, I've heard, and I'm I'm so sorry. I'm going to run, and I'm going to get you that paperwork, okay? And I'm so sorry that this is something you have to do uh, right now. But I'm going to get that for you, okay? And I'm going to be right back and just fill it out um, at your own time. Now, if you need a glass of water or anything, I'll get that for you. Yeah, yeah, that would, a uh, glass of water would be uh, helpful at
3: this time, for sure. And just, yeah, just get the
2: water. Okay, so she's going to walk away. And she probably passes you on on your way as you're walking towards. She's like, "Hi, hello, make yourself comfortable.
1: Thank you. Uh, hey there, sir. My name is Leslie Fisher. I'm with the agency that is investigating this initial fire um how How are you doing I'm- this is very traumatic,
3: obviously. Yeah, uh,
2: I. Um, at this moment, you, you hear again. You will pay what is owed.
3: Gosh, are, are you guys an agent you from an agency for the insurance? Is this, this is from what I'm what I owe.
1: Um, no, no, I don't think so.
0: Actually, we're with the U.S. Marshals.
1: Uh, U.S.
0: Marshals. I'm Deputy Marshal Troy Walsh. This is Deputy Marshal. Leslie
3: Fisher. What did the marshals have to do being here? I don't understand. I just.
1: There's. There were some flags raised with the fire. Just need to ask you some questions about what happened.
2: Um, At this moment, uh, the hospital clerk is back and she's got your water and she's like, I'm sorry, I wanted to get this for you first, Um, but I'm going to get that paperwork for you real quick. I'll be right back so sorry and she she hurries away he, can i can I sniff her? <laughs> you can
3: <laughs> I'm gonna I, my character's gonna take a big <laughs> and just kind of grab the water and it's kind of shaking, and the water spills a little bit as he's yeah. like just trying to take a sip.
1: It's all right just just take a minute to to to, right. to, to compose yourself. this is I hear it was traumatic. is this were you and your wife home all day together? Were you there I when mean, the fire started? We
3: we were we were together all, all day. I she okay. was we we did up the baby's room and we we were.
2: I just I just you had to go. Pay. what is
3: owed? Oh, what what is owed? I don't understand. What do I have to? What do I have to pay? Uh, what do I have to pay?
2: Leslie, I would like you to read a bad situation.
3: Yeah, of course. One of us is
1: going to fail one of
2: these. I'm waiting. <laughs> That's why I keep doing. Like, somebody's going to fucking fail something at some point. Ten. Well, nah. not, not now. All the great rolls. Um, you know, we joked about weighted dice, but I'm starting to wonder. Um, <laughs> all right. So on a rebound situation, um, you get, and you got a ten, so oh. you get two tw- two questions, right? Yep. Yeah.
0: Technically, she has a whole three. She can ask three questions.
2: Three questions. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you've got, you got and you don't have to use them, but yet you have questions you can ask.
1: Okay. Did I smell anything on the old lady?
2: Uh, no. Damn it. No, I mean, she just, yeah, she just seems like a nice older lady that's trying to help.
1: Okay. Suspicious as fuck. Um. Technically, that would have been an 11. Anyway. Um.
2: He's just kind of here, freaking out. I in know. Front
1: of you. Um, yeah, he's just kind of freaking out in front of me. Um, do I the smell? Okay, I, I Walsh clued me into the, the cinnamon, and then the shivery smell that smells like the bunnies is fear. Is the cinnamon smell getting stronger or less strong? Can I can I sense any correlation? Because he's having like moments where he's freaking the fuck out.
2: That's something. I'll, so I'll turn to you and I'll ask. So this thing is not like coming in and leaving its present. It's just choosing when to make its presence known.
0: Then it would be the same. It would and be it the would same. Be That's the kind same. of what I was yep. thinking. Okay. All right. So All
2: right. no, the, the it, it is the scent is staying uh, pretty much the same. Pretty consistent.
1: Gotcha. I'm just, he's giving off tweaker vibes. <laughs> <sighs> um, I mean, that's a question right, so, you could ask too. So you were you were with your wife all day? Were you home when the fire started, sir?
3: No, no, I left. I went. I had to go. I had to go. I had to take care of the bakery. I had to go. I was just gone for. It, it was like fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. I I couldn't have been gone longer than that. And then I came home, and the the whole house. It was. It was. Engulfed. It was in flames.
2: At this moment, I want you to, and this is a move that you have. But I feel like this is something that I will be more in control of because there's no way this is like something bad is happening. There's no way for you to know when something bad is happening. It would be for me. So we're going to, we're going to talk about hunches here. Mm
3: -hmm. Okay.
2: You are going to get a hunch, and I need Mm. you to roll for me.
3: I have a hunch. In the middle of talking about my house burning. Makes (laughs) sense. Big old poopy
1: four.
2: Okay. Mark
1: experience.
2: um, Well, quickly, because I had many characters here. Let me get to. So what I'll tell you is uh, something very important is happening. And you kind of need this hunch. I'll offer you the opportunity to use a luck point.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah. Why not? That's part of the game, right? Let's go, baby. It is. Let's let's see how lucky I am. And you guys tell me, at luck point would well, he just automatically get it? He right? He just automatically. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't yep. got a roll for that. You time. succeed. Boom. Yep. Um, at what you were trying to do, but so you I'll were just gonna take
3: away that experience point,
0: right? Yep. Uh, bear in mind, once them luck points is gone, I know.
2: stuff happens. I see that. Uh, stuff he, happens. Yeah, and the GM been... is encouraged
0: to try to kill you. <gasps> and it's fun for now. for
2: everyone that you lose. Um, Life is easier. Things will get a little more spicy with this demon. Um, spicy. 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 Spicy demon. Okay, so this hunch that you're getting, you can now kind of feel where your children are, and you can feel that they are in danger. And you, you know exactly where this is. And so, this is, this is, mid-conversation, this is, it, this with is
3: mid-conversation with her. I just said that the house was on fire. Yeah. Uh, I got back 20 minutes later. The house is on fire. My character just went.
2: Yep, and you can feel it in your bones that your children are in danger, and you know exactly where they are in right this now. hospital. Okay, I'm going to book it.
3: I'm literally going to be sir, right in the middle of sir. this, and I'm going to look at her, and as soon as I get done saying the house is on fire, I will look at her, and as this hunch leans over me, I will, like, immediately go from whatever scared to determined, and make that move
2: towards the door.
3: Okay. Which, which whichever direction. So I yeah, need to he go. is he
2: is running in the direction that he feels, which is where um, mm-hmm. the children are. You guys see this, and Violet is kind of walking up at that time, and she's kind of like, "I had your. Is she okay?"
0: Well, his wife's about to die, and he can't find his children, so most likely, no. Maybe you ought to go talk to your HR rep. Rookie. She kind of
2: recoils at that and just kind of goes like, Rookie, yeah. why are you still here? Go after uh,
1: him. I, I, I was waiting. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I will go, and she'll start running
3: after him. Okay. Yeah, I'm booking it. I, my my character's moving as quick as he can, and a, as you're running, you hear in your head, How are you Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, this is Everything exactly. I, all this my is, dreams. This all is my all dreams I are to happening right, right now. now. Still, <laughs> once again, kind of like is, this is in his head, but he is, he's one minded right now. Um,
2: all right. So you get to where, um, what I'm envisioning is uh, what we've seen in movies where there's, you know, all the babies in their little cribs, the newborns. Um, and it's kind of behind glass. And you see three robed figures. Figures. Um, one of them uh, seems to be a taller and slender, but hunched over. Um, and appears to be looking back and forth between two of the cribs, or I guess I don't know what we would call them, the little... wherever. Pass on Bassinets, that's a good word. Um, and uh, there's another that seems to be short, but also, the, again, robed, and her arms and legs seem to be longer than they should be, kind of stretched out, and she is um, moving her hands about as if uh, directing people like she they're going to do something and you see people in this room parents and uh staff members um kind of following her movements and doing what she asks, and more than just uh what she asks, but they're also uh speaking you you hear One man saying, oh, never to have come here with my father's blood upon me, never to have been the man they call his mother's husband. Oh, accursed. Oh, child of evil to have entered that wretched bed, that self-same one, more primal than sin itself. And then you hear another person say, I do not know what words to offer. You were better dead than alive and blind. He says, do not counsel me anymore. So that's you see like a full on like play between strangers happening in this room um and they continue to do that and you also see at that moment uh, a doctor kind of walks out of an office and uh he says alright I'm gonna go and I'm gonna let you guys get rested for that big sucker game tomorrow break a leg and then you uh you see the the road figure hiss the one that is directing traffic and she kind of gestures at him and the coffee he has, the hot coffee he just dumps it on his head Um, Can I
3: investigate a mystery here? Yeah I feel like this is all confusing Mm -hmm.
2: I am starting to suspect
1: that he is not a meth tweaker but that something (laughs) weird is going on.
2: So did
0: you follow as well Troy? I mean I'm not moving as quickly as them I am not here at the same time Okay. Mm -hmm.
3: You caught the back end of the play Yes so investigate a mystery that allows me to hold two um how about instead of what happened here what is happening here um and then now uh, you already gave me that I don't know if I can ask for more
2: um, I mean you can try it. just hmm.
3: maybe a better question is what is being concealed here like what is what is going on what is this hiding um
2: well I'm that might be too wide of a say I'm. I'm going to be an asshole if you ask that and just say that it's their. Um, it's who they are. They're hiding who they are from you by wearing the robes. They're they're covered. Okay. They're concealing their identity.
3: That makes sense. Um, that's good enough for me. Just to say that obviously they're trying to be concealed. Um, and then what what is happening here? If I if I could say, what does this look like? Is this a pageant? Or is this yeah? Got a ten? Or, right? is, this, yeah. a or so, is this something well, you, more?
2: so yeah this, this certainly seems very malicious this seems as i said i didn't get to the third figure but we had the one who was kind of
3: singing we have four figures correct three tall hooded ones and then one short one
2: i thought i said just three and there was one nope. that was tall i just got it
3: mixed up you said three and then I uh, I just attributed all there's one that
2: like... seems to be kind of tall and slender in a robe mm-hmm. and she is uh singing uh to two of the children um And then we see uh, another one that's kind of hunched over and just looks weird. Like, limbs seem longer than they should, even beneath the robe, kind of gesturing. And then you see another who is uh, off to the side, uh, from what you can tell, like, pretending to juggle.
3: Okay. I'm watching, like, the three fates or something in my head. I don't know. Um, Okay.
2: So, I get it. So, that's what's happening from what you can tell. So, what is happening... um, Someone is somehow making these people it seems to act out of play, and she was also able to telekinetically affect this other person um and then you also see this person that is um probably doing something with children that aren't hers, right more than likely, and like I say so you can kind of tell that these are these are feminine beings, so I'll give you that one fair enough, I'm trying to be motherly of a sort. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh,
3: so so my, I, I still have the sense they're in danger. Correct. Very much so. Okay. So I definitely am going to be stepping in, and trying to, if I can. If yeah. I so what, what I'll say
2: is, well, I'll, I'll let you. Yeah. Let, if you want to make yourself known, make yourself known.
3: I, I words still are short for my character at this point. So he is going to move in and close the distance between himself and. What were, Do I know which one are my children? Um, I'm assuming my children are in this room.
2: Let's do a hunch again. I'm, I'm
3: assuming this is based off of the previous hunch where I knew where they were. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess so you I, I yeah. know so where yes, they you are. Know. So, you,
2: yes, you can presume. You're right. So you okay. know your moves better than me. Yes, you can presume that these are yours. So my
3: first, my first instinct is to get in between my my children and these things. And, and then from there, I'll put my back towards if I can, if I can step in and get in between them and the babies.
2: Okay, and yeah, this, this, your move said you were able to get in here and you were able to intervene. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, what, what are you doing here? What do you, what do you, who are you? And What do you want with my children? Um, so she says, oh, our guests of honor have arrived. And she'll kind of start clapping and then again too, so um, you're gonna look to your side and the the one that was gesturing before is now clapping, and everyone in this room is clapping.
3: I I've, uh, um my character is going to kind of look. Uh, he he just looks like shocked um, and, and and in awe of like. Whoa, yeah, whoa,
2: this is a very weird situation. Boy. Yeah, uh, where are you two at this point?
1: Uh, Leslie would have been right behind him, and probably stopped just behind him and watched the whole thing, and then just kind of went, "What the." F-? Troy, what the hell do we do now? What the hell is this?
2: Oh, so you hear, oh, yes, Troy, the true guest of honor. And this is the tall one speaking. And she begins to sing again. Troy,
1: I swear to God, if you're a fucking
2: mole. This is, uh, again, a beautiful singing voice. And as she starts singing, you feel this urge to walk forward closer to her. Not so much you, because you're already right in front of her. But the two of you feel this urge to walk and and sit and that is what you or you walk and and you stand in in front of her um and then she says oh theo will you grab our friends a chair and you see the one juggling kind of comically open up like an invisible jokey pocket and this these invisible balls that she was juggling presumably fall into this pocket and she lets her hands go as if the pocket was going to slap shut Um, and then she and this time you are immobilized you feel Mm -hmm. as if you can't move Um, she kind of gestures behind you as if there are chairs that take a seat and and then she uh, kind of wafts a hand and you sit Um, she then is going to take like a lasso because again you are immobilized uh, invisible lasso and she's going to lasso you up tight at that moment a fourth robe figure will appear that's why I was worried when you said four I like, did I say four because I weren't supposed to be four yet <laughs> a fourth figure is going to appear and in a very deep voice say Rumpel. and the one that you heard called Theope will grab the two children a gate is opened and the four of them are going to walk through, and as you are completely immobilized. Can I talk? You can talk.
3: Oh my God, no, what, bring them, where are you taking them?
2: They turn back and they say, all in due time.
3: Oh, I don't know what's going
2: on. Um, As the gate closes, you can move again, and you see everyone looking around, wondering what happened the three of you fall on your asses as there was nothing underneath of you um and that is how we are going to end this episode bye All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the first installment of Anarium Case Files. Yep. There you have it. That's the first installment. We've met all the characters. We've met some baddies. We um, got a few dice rolls in. That was episode one. You know, we're trying to trying to ease our way into this. So I hope you guys are enjoying this so far. I think our players are doing a wonderful job, and I'm trying to do my best and kind of learn on the fly here um, to how, how to DM. So I hope you guys are enjoying this. Um make sure you kind of let us know what you're thinking and feeling on this project um, on our social medias or at the the email which is at podcast at gmail I believe Um, or yeah something like that it'll be in the the episode description it should be Um, so just go ahead and send anything in like that if you want to give us some, some feedback on the show or as I mentioned a few times if you want to uh Give us a suggestion for an NPC name. We'd love to hear that, too. So um, we're very excited for this project. This will be the project we'll be working on for a little while, hopefully about 10 to 15 episodes, and then we'll back to your regularly scheduled programming. But uh, this is what we're working on right now. Um, And you'll hear from us in another few weeks.